As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. The volume. In the NBA, the games can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, do you know that DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered? This week, new customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets by just betting five bucks on basketball. How good of a deal is that from DraftKings Sportsbook? Win or lose, you get the instant W, instant. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Please use the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. New customers, 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just five. The code is Colin, C-O-L-I-N, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app, code Colin. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. All right, Nick Wright stopping by today. We'll dance around for 50, 55 minutes. All right, Nick, the biggest story of the day, Mark Cuban, who recently announced he's leaving Shark Tank. He's leaving Shark Tank. A week later announces he's selling a majority stake of the Dallas Mavericks to a casino tycoon for about three and a half billion. It's a unique setup, according to Shams. Cuban keeps shares in the team, full control of basketball operations. So my first take is, recent polling indicates Biden is not a viable candidate, and and Mark Cuban is, to me, a centrist, a left-leaning centrist, and has an interest in it. There's no reason in one week to make these moves. My guess is it signals a political upheaval in the Democratic Party and Cuban could become a leading candidate with the vice president being selected by the Democratic Party. Oh, well, that is not what I thought you were going to say. Um, I That is you just you sure you're not just watching too much billions <laughs> that last season of billions by my buddy Brian Koppelman kind of had this except the guy was running third uh, r- running third party candidate. Uh, all right. So. I don't, I would say the fly in that ointment is 
then why is he keeping basketball control in case he doesn't win. like in case he doesn't win that way he can still have basketball? Yep. I mean, I did not think remember, that's what you were going to say. Remember, there's, there's I, an altruistic um, bent to his personality. He created an online pharmacy that I think is one of the great inventions up there with TV and FaceTime. I totally yeah. agree with you on one that. One of the great of our time. Who benefits? Older Americans. Who votes? Older Americans. It's a very, very powerful mechanism for relatability with older American voters who often can trend conservative. If you're getting, if you're saving eight, 900 bucks a month on a pharmacy buy based on Mark Cuban, that's powerful. Well, he's, listen, that's, that's, I think it's called cost yes. plus drugs. Um, it is, it's, I agree with you on that, that that is one of the coolest and smartest, uh, innovations of the last decade and he like it's not it it isn't isn't pure altruism because they you know they tell you we're going to yeah. charge you what it costs us plus 10 percent uh to make it a viable business and it also gives you an idea of how much price gouging people deal with for medications and yeah. all those things so i think that's great i listen i like cuban Come um on. i didn't you know i don't know that him i the thing on you know the biden part of it is is poll numbers are terrible that's undeniable i understand that i also think from an accomplishment standpoint he has been far more effective than people give him credit for now people can say it's been effective in a bad direction yeah. like because you don't like the things he went out to accomplish but for the things that he said he was going to accomplish uh, I think he's checked a lot of those boxes. The biggest, listen, the problem for him, and I think the biggest thing that's hurting his poll numbers is his vice president is unpopular for reasons we don't have to get into, but she is, and people are worried about his age. Now, the guy running against him, in my humble opinion, is one of the most dangerous, unhinged people in modern American life and is damn near as old. So between the two, it, to me, it's a pretty obvious choice. I do understand where people would like a different, yes. you know, alternative option. Um, I just assumed that would just, if there were going to be an alternative option, I assumed it would be Gavin Newsom. I figured that's why he's doing this debate with DeSantis. Right. Um, but maybe he's trying to wait. The Cuban trying to, I mean, if you call this correct, that is an all timer. I don't like that is not where my head went. I thought I'll be totally honest. My initial head went to like, is there a, a scandal that's coming? Like, is he? Yeah, and I'm not wishing that upon him, but I'm just being totally honest. Like, okay, you're getting away from Shark Tank. You're selling your share of the Mavs. Is something coming out hey, that could put you at a very weakened position? Yeah, that's probably, if I had to guess, a second take. That would be it. Um, and if you have a deal with the new owner, part of the sale, I get to control the team. That's kind of hard to unwind almost no matter what, like I wouldn't have sold you the team. Otherwise, I, what I will say is this, because people don't, you know, I, I'm sure a fair amount of your viewers and listeners don't love my politics. That's fine. Uh, I think Cuban would be an excellent, uh, yeah. leader. I think Cuban, I and I think he is, I think there's a lot of 
I think there are a lot of rich people, like uber rich people, that I am not sure how sharp right. they are. I'm like, eh. Like, I think you probably were very smart about a very specific yeah. thing. And to your credit, right timing, right whatever, turn it into a ton of money. And far too many people treat those folks as brilliant visionaries when it might have just been like, eh, that's pretty, you know, good timing. And I'm really smart at this certain thing. Cuban, I've I've read enough things that he's said. I've seen him. He's been in my life for 20-some, in, in my life, you know what I mean, in, in our lives for 20-some years. I'm pretty confident saying that's sharp guy. It's a sharp guy. And also, what I will say about whatever, because I the, the overwhelming odds are the next president is either going to be, you know, Joseph Robinette Biden or Donald Trump. Um Whomever comes after either one of those guys, because neither one of them can run again. Now, assuredly, if you know, if Trump wins, he will attempt to not ever have to run again, just be president for life. There's a word for that. I don't know what it is. Um, whoever comes after one of those guys, I really hope they are more of the moment. Because I do think we are facing some real challenges from a technological standpoint of the world changing and it's not i'm not trying to do like ai panic but that's certainly a part of it ai and just as the world evolves that it certainly feels like i don't need them to be aoc's age or my age i think me and aoc are about the same age she's probably a little younger but someone that you colin cowherd wouldn't feel like you had to call sir or ma'am or mr or mrs because they are so much older than right. you i would like and so cuban fits that bill uh newsom fits that bill for the folks on the right side of the aisle desantis fits that bill i do i i would like the younger and by younger again i just mean people my parents age like or you know a little younger than my parents to have more of the because it's not just president it's you know, up until recently, the Speaker of the House, the leader of the yeah. Senate, these are all, you know, much, much older folks that I'm not saying they're not sharp enough to understand what's happening. What I'm saying is there's a level of understanding things that you use or grew up with or something that is always going to be hard in the same way that I simply don't. I'm not good at TikTok and I'm really good at Twitter. Because I came up using Twitter and TikTok was, you know what yeah. I mean, is the last five years. And I'm like, ah, my teenage daughters gets it more than me. So, yeah. But if Cuban runs for president, I mean, that A, that'd be a hell of a call by you. B, you could probably convince him to create a cabinet of sports and make you the secretary <laughs> of it. Like you're, you and Bill Simmons could arm wrestle over it. Um, That'd be something else, man. That would be something else. So, you know, last week we didn't talk a ton of sports and I do have a non-sports topic I'll get to, but there, there is a sports thing where, sure. you know, I, I've said before, we're all morally flexible. Okay. We're, we're all morally flexible. We all speed. Yeah. I drove about 80 getting to my house today, though I don't have a speeding ticket. Um, you know, if I'd gone through a school district, I wouldn't, but it was all like, you know, just freeways and stuff. And it is interesting, yep. the position that I, and you're not a big college football fan, but it's beyond that, that I know Jim Harbaugh's program did something that appears to be deceptive. 
but it doesn't bother me. And the reason it doesn't bother me is because, and it's probably two or three different reasons. One, it's like taxes. If I write off a bottle of wine, I'm not the first, and I'm kind of a sucker if I don't, right? Like at, at some point you're like, eh. and yeah. the other thing about it is, I feel deep down because I've, this has been sourced multiple times. There's been so much cheating going on, and I don't think Harbaugh and Michigan's history indicates they ever bought players or skirted the system. But I sort of feel like a lot of people that are pissed off are Southern college football fans who now acknowledge, you know, Michigan and everybody can buy players too. And um, now the NIL and transfer portal, it's even the playing field out. And I think that combined with Harbaugh's unique personality, I'm rooting for Jim to not be punished too severely. Well, I listen, I agree with all almost all of that. Uh, and so a few things. One is I it's also bad for college football if he's punished super severely because it makes right. it more likely he leaves college football. Yes. And Jim Harbaugh is good for college football. Nobody benefits from Jim Harbaugh going to coach the Bears right. other than potentially the Bears. And so he he's good for college football. I I also don't think there's a lot of people out actually outraged by this. I think there are people that either had an axe to grind or have their own purposes served by Michigan being dinged that are acting like they are deeply morally outraged. I'm not acting like there aren't moral outrages in sports. There are sometimes it almost always to me involves off-field violence, particularly off-field violence towards yeah. people that can't really defend themselves. And you know, they, I'm not, I'm, I've never been one that's, I'm not that outraged by when pre-NIL guys paid for players. I wasn't that outraged. I'm not that outraged by to, uh, a pro athlete getting in a bar fight. There are different things though, that, and everybody knows what they are, where you're like, no, that's beyond the pale. And it makes me feel kind of scummy rooting for this guy or this team. And that's, but this was not a hard one for me. It did not seem like now there are. And so we all have different lines. If the scandal was, and maybe people will say, Nick, you're just drawing totally arbitrary lines. So be it. If this was the allegation at Michigan Stadium, at the big house, they would systematically cut off the ability for oh, the yeah. opposing team to communicate coach to quarterback in key yes. moments. I would think that is yes. a massive violation. That is to me, and again, I don't I know do. why that well, is in one because category. Because in 1994, this, when they ahead. set the rule, there were camcorders. It would have been very difficult to get those tickets. It would have taken you a week. And camcorders set up in a room, in an office, people. This is SeatGeek yep. iPhone. It just isn't the yep. same. Exactly right. And it also didn't, it felt like, Whenever there is a system that is built around the assumption there yeah. is some level of cheating, that cheating existing doesn't bother me that much. And by that, I mean the reason college football has four guys' faces on a placard as a sign and then they change it up or all these things is because there is the assumption as some of our signs might be stolen at some point. Nobody thinks that's not happening ever. So this one didn't, I agree with you on this. This one didn't uh, rise to the level of felony. Now, with that said, 
what did, I don't want to say bother me, but at least I found a little irritating was Michigan acting like they are <laughs> this persecuted, you know, totally right. innocent babe in the woods. And the uh, Michigan, I, I understand in sports, but the Michigan versus everybody and this idea that they have been wronged. I don't right. think Michigan has been wronged. I don't think they're the victim, but I also don't think they victimized anyone on any substantial level. And I think this, I yeah. think they're the best college football team in the country. You're right. I don't watch nearly as much as you do, but I watch the biggest games and I'm very familiar with the teams yeah. that are in the argument for the best college football team in the country. And I know Georgia fans are going to be like, we haven't lost in three years. Maybe it should be us. I get that. I think Michigan has just can, can yeah. beat you in almost every way. I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna beat you 49-45. I understand that. Yeah. But their defense is too good, in my opinion, to let a game yeah. get to 49-45. And so I just I'm really impressed by them. I'm re really impressed by them. And I'll be surprised if yeah. Iowa scores seven points. I know that game's yeah. on Fox, everyone well, should watch it, but I, I'll but be surprised things, if Iowa scores seven points. System. Our judicial system has layers of crimes, like levels of crimes. And and this, of course, is like speeding. Yes, Jim went too fast and probably flipped the burden of Maserati going 92 at 80 in an Acura. It wouldn't have been outrageous, but it was kind of in your face over the top. If it's true, right? It was a little, but it's still speeding. Yeah. It's not it's not burglary. It's it, it, it this. Yeah, no, correct. This is this is at worst to use the judicial analogy, the most <laughs> severe misdemeanor. It does not qualify as like the least severe felony. This is at most like walking out of, of the supermarket and with something in your, you know, doing the self-checkout and being like, oh, I forgot the stuff at the bottom right. of my cart. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you, you they might <laughs> even give you a court date for it, but it's not, you probably don't need to hire an attorney. Like that's to me the level that that it was at, and also that's why your since your show does yeah. a, your pod and your show does a substantial amount of college football. You guys talked about it. We on my pod and on my TV yeah. show, we haven't talked yeah. about it once. Like yeah, like it's just not our. Like I don't think. But yeah. if it was a true scandal, it was we would we don't talk a ton of baseball. Yeah, when the Astros thing was going right. on, we at least talked about that and what it meant. And again, that felt different. Maybe this is me sounding like an old man, but it felt different because there the allegation of using of like high level technology felt like it was different than, you know what I mean? My my guy at second base can see the sign the catcher's giving and we've got a little system built in. It just felt different. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their hand cook, test results, and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Let's pivot to something else you talked about, um, but it was part of this, the overstated anger, often apparent on social media, that doesn't exist. And so I've, I've had this feeling forever that, for instance, very few people hate Joe Biden. He's sleepy. Uh, he would be picking on an old guy, but his poll numbers are plummeting. And I think I think it's inflation. I think it's very simply that I used to go to the grocery store and it would be about $55 to get the 12 to 15 items I go get once a week. It's now 73. I notice. Well, what if you're working class, couple of kids, long commute to work, gas prices up? That's the polling numbers. It's not that suddenly everybody hates Biden or everybody now uh, has forgotten Trump and his past. It's simply the economy. But if you go to social media, it's nobody likes Joe Biden. It's not that. It's overstated uh, anger. And the truth is, if you go look at the history of our politics, for instance, the midterms, liberals did pretty well. Recent elections, liberals did well. I don't believe now suddenly it's going to be an avalanche to the right. What I believe is happening is our government's trying to get it under control. These are why the interest rates are so high. Inflation is worse than we're talking about. You and I are a bit in a bubble. But when I go to the grocery store, or McDonald's. I drove by a McDonald's the other day and I was with my stepson and he goes, have you gone there lately? And I said, I usually go in the summer. I'll go get some French fries when I want a salt high. And he said, it used to be 13 and now you got to break a second bill. Now, now it's 21. So you go from giving a 20 and getting seven back to you have to give them a second bill. It pisses people off. And so overstated anger. Now we can go back to sports. But I tend to think this is something I tell people all the time when you're creating a show or when you're acknowledging a problem. Don't fall for anger that doesn't exist in your neighborhood. Very few things. The last thing that pissed people off that I remember was that submarine. The dad got his son on it and it blew up. 
That pissed a lot of parents off. That yeah. made me visceral reaction. I was yeah. mad at that dad. But by and large, yeah. Nick, I am probably outraged twice a year. That is it. Well, so he, so this is an interesting thing, and maybe this is a conversation in and of itself. And by the way, remind me at some point, uh, sure. there's a LeBron thing I want to talk to you about, not surprisingly, right. but just remind me at some point. Um, the I am I am starting to because for a long time I was of the belief that too much of our colleagues and too much of media in general is reacting to the loudest voices on social media and that that is not really what matters and that the average person doesn't even know about it or care about all those things. That's kind of how I felt. And I felt a lot of people were treating Twitter like real life in ways they shouldn't, all those things. Here is my concern. I, I think we are approaching that it almost has become a self-fulfilling prophecy in that you're right. People are not often that outraged, but if we are fed so much outrage and then we believe everyone is outraged it then leads to that being real and in a weird way no this is, this is again i apologize i'm building quite the bridge here but there was the story yesterday yeah that sports illustrated the what was let what's left of sports illustrated that some of their articles are being written by ai fake people ai headshots ai stories the whole night and it's pretty outrageous, and it's a really the a really sad yeah. stop, final stop for a once proud brand. And I just start started thinking. I was like, "God damn, man! Like we are approaching somewhat rapidly. Like there not being any authoritative voices or publications that actually can set. Listen, here are the things that matter." Here's the bullshit. And if we lose those entirely, then what is the difference between what people are actually mad about and what social media or Twitter says everybody's mad about that then sets the conversation? Like I I I I'm not I'm not explaining this perfectly, but I do wonder there's the, the, the right now social there's a very dark corner of social media. That is furious with Malika Andrews for no reason whatsoever, in my opinion. I think it's so wildly unfair, but it is so amplified and so in your face. If you if you even tip step your toe into like NBA Twitter, does that actually now mean that's the reality? Like if there is, is like for her, it's the reality. Like it's what she's dealing with. I'm now mentioning it. It's like. Even if it was all bullshit, if enough, if if enough, if there's enough amplification of the bullshit, does that make the bullshit the real thing? And that that legit concerns yeah, me. I'm legitimately more concerned, concerned me. by bad executives, and I don't think Fox has a very big number of these that are reactionary and think it's the truth. So I think Malika Andrews is on a short list of six or seven people, the single most talented person at ESPN. I think she's on a very short list. 
If I literally She's was a high a host, I, 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 the, oh, forget yeah. anything, a singular host in the country, she'd probably be one or two. That's how highly I think of her. She, I mean, this is going to sound, and I'll let you finish, as arrogant as it is. She's one of the only people in the country, younger than me, that I'm like, God, dog, it might be more talented. It hurts. It hurts my heart. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to say it. Like, I have no jealousy or bitterness towards anyone in the business older than me. Cause I'm like, ah, by the time I'm their age, I'll be better. But anyone younger than me, I'm like keeping track of them. I'm like, ah, where are they at? And, and, and so, yeah, so, so we would, so we, we agree on that. This is where bosses really matter, deeply, truly matter. And where really for any, we got a lot of, I had a bunch of people respond to the discussion we did last week about local radio and media. I think media people, especially younger media people, appreciated some of the conversations we have. So if those people are listening, this is one thing that I will tell you. If you are in the creative space and the no no um, walking without a net space, which anyone doing live radio or television or anything live is, it really matters who your bosses are. Because you are going to step in it. We all step in it to varying degrees on varying things. And there are certain things that no matter how good your boss is, if you say something truly objectionable, nobody's going to be able to save you. But there's going to be times where people get really, really mad at you. And whether or not that scares them, whether or not they know this is a temporary moment and we will move past it, and whether or not they back you is well, as important as anything yeah. ever, as important as anything yeah, ever. You know, I, you are one of the true opinionists in the country beyond me. A lot of people are hosts who host shows, but they're not really opinionists. You know, they, they, they don't want to be called out. I consider myself not in importance, but I consider myself Joe Rogan, Stern, Bill Maher, Hannity, Maddow. I'm an opinionist that can break a story. I'm not a host. You're not a host. We're opinionists. And research indicates seven to eight strong opinions a day over the course of a two to three hour show. Nobody's going seven and oh. In fact, if you are, you're taking safe opinions, which will be punitively punishing you in the ratings. People listen to the guy at the sports bar who's got the strongest opinion. And I, you and I both are strong opinion people. So I always always looked at it when I, my, I've not one time at Fox, eight years, not one time has Fox ever said, you know, that opinion, not once, not with a mistake, not with an opinion. So that's something once. people don't. Never. So, so that's something the people, that's one of the bigger questions I get. And just to listen, yeah. not, not to give, you know, our TV bosses, you know, all they spend a ton of time giving them credit, but they, they, on this note, I think they deserve a ton of credit, which is one of the biggest questions I get is like, Ooh. You know, Fox Sports, Fox News, obviously the Murdoch family has pretty well known, I don't think I'm breaking news here, political feelings and leanings and whatever it is. How much does that impact what you guys say? And I tell them the honest to God truth. I've hosted my show for over six years. There has not been one email. There's not been one phone call. And now that's easy when we're just like, hey, who's going to win the Super Bowl? But I, the show had just started in the midst of the Kaepernick yeah. stuff, Trump calling them sons of bitches. Uh, we, you know, a few years ago, we were deep in it. That When the bubble happened in the George Floyd protest, it's not like we are always just talking sports. We are talking about real stuff. 
And I have never once gotten a note on, oh, no, you can't. What are you going to say on this? You can't say that. And that is and I do think there is the first time you get one of those because this happened to me a different spot. There is, and it wasn't even about anything important. It was about what I would, if I was, what I was going to say about the head coach of the Texans, the dumbest thing imaginable, but they're a partner in this or whatever. Um, once you get one of those, there is a chilling yeah. effect. There is like a, oh, am I, what am I? And then you can't fully be you. And I'm not even talking about when I say we're all going to step in it, just like have an opinion that, you know, is proven wrong or whatever. I'm talking about just doing live. You, th- that's you and so you mentioned uh Maddow or Mar that that there are some folks that are opinionists but they have every second mapped right. out and their brilliance is making it appear they are delivering it like like the late Robin Williams spent, doing comedy yes there you go the and so but they've actually planned it all out you and I I yeah. think do it similarly which is we have a skeleton yeah. of what we're going to talk about. And then it goes where it, where our brain goes and what is, you know what I mean? And sometimes that leads to screw yeah. ups or that right. leads to, Oh shoot. Oh, I forgot that whatever. And having people that, you know, will back you is to me just critically, critically, <laughs> I, critically four important. weeks ago, I was talking, a producer talked to me at the same time I was talking and I butchered a word. I didn't know it because I couldn't hear me talking because a producer was talking. So it's just, I'm always think one of the most amazing, yeah. uh, amazingly difficult jobs is, is play by play of football. So you got three hours and you got, you know, you got Greg Olson up there with Burkhart. They got commercial reads. They've got the yep. crowd. They have a sideline person. They have a director in their ear. Whenever I see criticism in a big game of a play-by-play announcer, a Tariko, a Nance, a Buck, a Burkhart, you have no idea how hard it is to I do that imagine. game. It's I've I've been on those headsets. It makes my job look like a layup, and that's a three sixty so, windmill dunk. Yeah, so I yeah I can't the I can't imagine that. By the way, you have Greg. You, you have a relationship with Greg Olson, right? Yeah, I've known so him for I years. Okay. Please tell him this doesn't have to be on the air. I think he is, and I have a I I have a pretty high standard for color commentators in basketball yeah. and football. Basketball, the NBA, ma- vast majority of games I listen to on mute. Just or I watch on mute. Like I get actively irritated by the commentary on most of the crews, not all of them. Football's way better. But there aren't a ton of color commentators that I think are truly adding. I think Greg is so sharp. And I thought like the other day, I forget even what game it was. It might've been a Thanksgiving game. I don't know, but we had the opportunity, the rare opportunity, the nerd dream of the white whale. That is the free kick, which is if you fair catch a punt, you can kick from where you fair caught with no rush off a tee. It's something I've heard about since I was a kid. I've never <laughs> seen because you need it. It has to be like a punt at the end of the half that's in field goal range. And the moment it happened, I was like, oh my God, it could be a free. And before I even had the thought out, Greg said it. Greg is, I think, I think Greg and Burkhart yeah. are awesome. I think the, yes. I think the A teams, we're lucky as football fans that the, 
the biggest games, like the NBC team's great. I love I love Collinsworth. I love his enthusiasm. Buck and Aikman, it's unbelievable that Buck and Aikman have now been together longer than Madden and Summerall were. Which right. is it seems impossible in my head, but it's yeah. true. They're I think legends. Tony Romo's had his best year. The Romo and Nance just had one of the best unscripted calls I can remember. Not like a when they win the game. This is what I'm gonna say. But the Duran Bland pick six. He said this is history when he still had three guys to beat. Anyway, <laughs> it, it wasn't history if he don't score. And Bland picked him up by making those guys miss. Yeah, I mean our, our football crews are great. And I think Burkhart and Olsen are as good as anybody. I think they're excellent. And another guy you have on your show, obviously we both love Stink, who's great, but Sanchez is really sharp. I think Mark is really sharp. And he has the second best hair at Fox. I don't know who has the best, but but he's really sharp. The Volume. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.